Hey, hey, welcome to episode 38 of the Authors Read podcast. I'm your host, Leah Ryan. Today's guest is William Ammerman, and he'll read from his book, The Invisible Brand, Marketing in the Age of Automation, Big Data, and Machine Learning. I live next door to a stylish couple who both work in technology and are no strangers to AI themselves. And recently, they had a group of us over for an afternoon pool party followed by dinner. I happened to be lounging on a couch on their back deck enjoying a glass of something red when my neighbor's four-year-old son pulled on my arm and indicated he wanted to show me something in the kitchen. With his mother's reassuring nod, I rose and followed my miniature host into the kitchen where he proudly introduced me to Alexa. Alexa, play Star Wars, he firmly directed. Alexa dutifully played the theme from Star Wars. My young host had little patience to listen to more than about 15 seconds of the music before he interrupted with a new request. Alexa, play Finding Nemo. As Alexa fulfilled his wish, The boy's mother slipped quietly into the kitchen. She gazed adoringly at her precocious son as he put the device through its paces. Song after song played at his command, and he beamed with glee. Then, as I was still pondering the the significance of what I was witnessing, something entirely unexpected happened. In a most enamored tone, the boy cooed, Alexa, I love you. My eyes darted to his mother, who turned and quietly retreated. As I watched her leave, I tried to process what had just happened. How could a disembodied voice elicit such a strong emotional connection from someone so young? I was preoccupied for the rest of the evening with the realization that children could respond to machines with expressions of genuine affection and even love. Are the rest of us next? Are we all destined to develop intimate relationships with AI agents to the point where we will trust these dependable voices in our lives with our deepest secrets? Some months later, I mentioned to the couple that I wanted to include the episode about Alexa and their son in my book, and the mother smiled wryly and whispered, I hate that thing. As the story of my neighbors demonstrates, emotions like love and hate and even jealousy are beginning to emerge in our interactions with AI agents. Where previously we may have believed that our strongest emotions were reserved for interpersonal relationships, it is clear that our empathy and emotions play an important role in how we relate to machines. As we endow our machines with more anthropomorphic, human-like qualities such as speech and reasoning, our emotional connections with computers will increase. We have begun a conversation with machines that will last for the rest of our lives, that will also be remembered by those machines long after our own fragile memories have failed us. The voice-based interface between people and gadgets like Alexa is still in its early days, just as we currently find ourselves glued to our screens where the graphical user interface reigns supreme, we will soon find our voice-based conversations to be an indispensable feature of the human-computer relationship. What does it mean for us when those conversations inevitably lead to an emotional connection 
with technology that is designed and owned by powerful interests. Lurking in the digital domain just out of sight are the would-be puppet masters pulling our strings, the politicians, journalists, corporations, unions, scientists, institutions, governments, and religions all lobbying us relentlessly for our votes, our dollars, our hearts, and our minds. With the emergence of voice user interfaces, our AI agents speak to us on behalf of a multitude of hidden interests determined to persuade us, change what we think, and alter our behavior. They are intent upon becoming ventriloquists who use AI agents as their dummies to deliver persuasive messages for their brands. It's worth noting that when we talk about brands, we're not just talking about iconic corporate logos we see every day on Coke cans or the giant red bullseye in front of a Target retail store. The term brand is believed to have originated with the practice of marking livestock to establish ownership. Interestingly, brands were also used to mark criminals to make them easily recognized wherever they traveled. A brand is a symbol that carries a specific meaning in a wide range of applications. We can even think of religious symbols like the Christian cross, the Islamic crescent moon and stars, or the Jewish Star of David as brands. There are also organizations beyond the corporate realm like universities, government agencies, political parties, and labor unions, think Harvard, the IRS, and the AFL-CIO, that we can also think of as brands, all of which might be interested in persuading us in one way or another. The brands that succeed in the future have already begun embracing marketing in the age of art artificial intelligence. While consumers are largely unaware of the hidden tools and tactics of digital marketing, these interests are forging a new economy where individuals are led by the invisible brand. The year 1776 was a momentous one in world events, not just for the declaration that begins in Congress July 4, but also for the publication of Adam Smith's opus, An Inquiry into the Nature and Causes of the Wealth of Nations. Smith's book, a cornerstone of classical liberalism, laid the foundation for the academic study of economics. In it, he proposed that an individual working for his or her own self-interest will endeavor to produce goods of the greatest value, thus contributing to the public interest as if led by an invisible hand to promote an end which was no part of his intention. Smith's invisible hand became a powerful and enduring metaphor for the benefits of the free market. The title of this book, The Invisible Brand, derives from Smith's Invisible Hand, and it describes an entirely new class of emerging market forces. Interestingly, the hidden hands of personalized information, persuasion, machine learning, and natural language processing are at work behind the scenes, buried deep within the media we consume and the apps we use to guide our decisions. Consider that marketers and buyers have always been engaged in an epic struggle. Over the last two decades, that battle has increasingly favored the buyers. We can find the best price for anything on the web, instantly, 
We can see how people have rated the seller or the product. We can skip TV commercials on our DVRs and block the ads on our phones. As a result of these shifts, we hold more power than ever before. Now, that balance is flipping completely. The invisible brand is shifting the power back to marketers. Internet giants like Google, Facebook, and Amazon are amassing incredible amounts of data about us. What they know no longer respects corporate boundaries. They can match the data they collect with personal information from database marketing companies like Axiom and Nielsen. Companies that know our credit scores, what cars we just bought, even how big a house we own. They know if we like to ski, hunt, or take vacations in Europe. When the moment comes to put a message in front of us, marketers can combine all of that information to determine just what kind of message will influence us to do what they want. But data by itself is not enough. Artificial intelligence is a game changer for marketers. Imagine the computing power that enabled IBM's Watson to beat Jeopardy champions, Google's DeepMind to master the mind-vexing Chinese game of Go, and Alexa to respond to our every need. Now imagine a marketer turning the power of AI to the challenge of figuring out what personalized marketing campaign will invisibly push us to make a purchase. AI will play an increasingly important role in our lives in the years ahead as marketers turn vast amounts of computing power to the problem of influencing people's decisions. In the abstract, AI agents will constantly collect data about us from our mobile devices while we're driving in our cars and while we sleep and then analyze that data to learn how to persuade us and influence our behaviors. This combination of data and AI will shift the marketing equation. In the 20th century, the big shift was from mass manufacturing, think General Motors, to mass distribution, think Procter & Gamble. Now we are entering the age of mass customization. Your Facebook feed is different from my Facebook feed. When you go to ESPN.com, you see stories about the teams you follow customized to your preferences. Information has become personalized. That means the power goes to those who know the customer best, based on leveraging AI and data about the customer. I'd like to thank William for sharing his book with us today. And thank you for listening to the Authors Read Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for the link to the book. If you'd like to support the Authors Read Podcast, please like, subscribe, or share. Until next time!